Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. This is John Massengale sitting in studio with Les Kaiser. Good afternoon, Mr. Kaiser. Yeah, buddy. It was a great afternoon in Austin, Texas. Man, it was Lots like 80 degrees on. today. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Got a lot of hiking Austin, in. Austin, Texas, baby. Baby. <laughs> Lots of cool cars out driving around and bikes. Uh, I, I was envious for some of those bikes I saw today. Well, we need this weather to hold for about another week because we got the World Endurance Championship coming back to Circuit of the Americas. Ooh, Man, yeah. I am excited. We're going to be out there. Jonathan and I are going to be on the microphones out there on the PA system, and we're also going to do a live post-race broadcast uh, out there. Doing live! <laughs> Doing it, do it live from, from the Circuit of the Americas next weekend after the race. So... If, you, uh, if you're in the car on the way back uh, or just in town, you didn't make it, check us out after the race next weekend. But, hey, man, we have a fantastic show tonight. And I, 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 let me run down who we have on the show. We have live in about a half hour, we have Corvette driver Jan Magnuson. I mean, a legend in Corvette racing. And he's going to be with us live in about, uh, well, about 25 minutes or so. But we also have interviews with American Racing in the World Endurance Championship, Gustavo Menezes. And he's from California. And we also have Ben Barker. Uh, we got an interview with him. He's also racing in the World Endurance Championship, racing in the in a Porsche in the uh, GTM class. Of course, Gustavo in LMP1 now. You know, he's won. He's he's had a fantastic career all the way up to winning Le Mans in LMP2. And Jonathan Green, he's not back yet, but he's been down in uh, New Zealand at the Toyota Racing Series doing the commentary down there. And he just sent us an interview with American Spike Kohlbecker. And Spike, he said, is the most improved driver at the Toyota Racing Series. So uh, now this isn't like the guy that barely learned to ride a bicycle and now can drive it around the block. This guy was quality when he got yeah. there. <laughs> you know, this is this is. A but that's where you go. You know, you go to Toyota for to the Toyota Racing Series to get better. And I was explaining that to somebody this week. It's fifteen races essentially in five weeks. You have an entire racing season in only five weeks, and that's why people trek. All the way to New Zealand for it. Yeah. And, Les, what happened out of Cota this weekend? Super Lap Battle? Oh, man. Super Lap Battle had a fantastic time. Had Lone Star Drift out there running. All kinds of things. Hey, big shout out to one of the top performers this weekend. You'll love this, John. 800 horsepower, 1999 GTS Viper, turning a 214 in the hands of Ooh. Antonio Calvo of Calvo Motorsports. 214? I mean, that's... Well, what's relative to? Well, okay. You're good with numbers. Well, I just, you know, Formula One is 137. Uh, Indy cars about 10 seconds slower, like 147. And then, I mean, if you're under two, I mean, under two minutes, you're in a open Rare air. wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, LNP1 is down in there. LNP1 actually has been between Indy and Formula 1. Uh, so a 214, okay, so let's think it's about the GT. Car. Well, yeah, but let's think about the GT Le Mans and GT, any GT class, WEC or IMSA. I mean, that's approaching what they can do. That's approaching what they can do. Yeah. Of course, yeah. this is a thousand horsepower Viper, right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's a great one. Definitely check out Super Lap Battle on Facebook and some of their media outlets. You can still see what they've been streaming all weekend. And a uh, great turnout of the drifters out doing Lone Star Drift uh, exhibitions and everything. So great yeah. turnout. I saw a lot of folks out there. Big entertainment for 10 bucks for the weekend. Hey, tonight we are going to give away some tickets uh, to the World Endurance Championship at Circuit of the Americas next weekend. So if you can get to Coda, then I want you to go to our website right now, speedcitypodcast.com slash win, W-I-N, as in win some tickets, because we're going to give away a, we're going to give away two sets of four tickets. One of those sets is going to have uh, grid walk access. 
There you so go. So go to speedcitypodcast.com slash win and enter to win there. And we're going to give those away probably in the next 24 hours. So Yeah, even if um, you've signed up there before, as I know a lot of you sign yes. up every time we answer, <laughs> we put it out there. I know, our list is getting pretty big. Yeah, I like that. And so uh, even if you've signed up before, go sign up that link again and uh, you'll get credit for joining us. Uh, let's see. You know what? Hey, producer, do we have, a, we have the president of the United States queued up? We got to play. We oh, I didn't to... know he was joining. Do we have to stand up for this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not calling in live, but that was pretty crazy. That the That'd fact be that, huge. That was huge that the president was, uh, uh, was out of Daytona. He, uh, yeah. So let, let's hear from the president right now. Daytona International Speedway, we love our country, and it's truly an honor to be with all of you at the great American race. Gentlemen, start your engines. Ha, he did a pretty good job. I've heard lots of people mess that up. I, I, and I could care less about politics at all. I just think it was cool. That, the, and the, and Air Pants Force on one, fire, you not caring about politics? Well, okay. I'm saying Hey, do we have a lot of time for the Beast? The Beast got out, <laughs> and we're seeing it on screen now That's making right. a lap. I don't know. He's kind of drafting a few white SUVs. but I want to know. That, that's one of my goals in life, to know about the specs of the current Beast. Because, you know, there's a, there's a, a museum. I forgot where it is, but of all the previous... Beasts, you know, the, the uh, what do you call them, the presidential limo of all right. throughout time. But I can only imagine what the kind of technology, what kind of engine, what kind of chassis. I know it's built on like a, a five-ton pickup truck to made to look like a CTS Cadillac. But right. Anyway, that uh, was pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Hey, I want to uh, I want to go to to play this interview from Spike Kohlbecker because this interview is this young American that we just talked about racing down in uh, in New Zealand at the Toyota Racing Series, and Jonathan just got this. Jonathan's actually in the airport going from one track to another in New Zealand. He's going to be home next week, of course, but. He just was in the airport, caught up with Spike Kohlbecker. So let's let's hear that interview now, if we're ready. Uh, hold on, just a second, guys. We're getting it, we'll get it ready here in just a second. So, but Spike is, you know, there's there's not that many Americans get down there. There's been about one or two a year get down there, but I think we got it ready now. Let's hear Spike. Okay, Speed City fans, your intrepid reporter never stops. And I'm at the airport, bedraggled, as everybody else is, because we've just come back from the last round at Manfield, and we're at the airport. And I'm here with the most improved driver, which I'm about to tell America is America's own, Spike Goldbecker. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this, uh, this season's uh, been amazing, but also very difficult. Uh, and I'm, I'm just so happy that I was able to improve that much. Uh, everyone back at home is like, yeah, keep ticking away, keep ticking away, because beginning of the season I was qualifying a second and a half off pole, and then um, I, with my uh, third this past weekend for qualifying, I was tenth and a half, and then for my fifth, I was sixth hundreds. So I was, uh, it was just great to end on a high note and to, to really build momentum. You looked a little shocked at the prize giving last night. Did you expect that award and the video and everything? <laughs> Not really. Uh, I'll have to watch the video over again because, uh, I mean, I was walking up, so I, was, I didn't get to see it. But, um, yeah, I was, I was very happy, and uh, it, it was great. The big news, um, you're headed back to the States now, and for the first time you're going to race in the States, and you're racing with the team that you race for here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Gary and Tina have been uh, very, very nice people, and uh, we haven't fully released that yet. Sure. Um, well, that's that's my hope. Put it that way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully, we can uh, continue working with Gary and Tina in the future. Uh, like I said, they're, they're very nice people, and uh, they have they have a great team, like like they've proven this year. So that's it's uh, great to continue working with a really hardworking team. So back to the States now, or rest, or what are you going to do? Uh, so I go back to the States uh, today, uh, and we fly on President's Day. Ah. So actually we have to stay in San Fran, uh, because plane tickets are absurd in America. <laughs> yeah. And so, they, um, so we, we spend the night in San Fran, and then I, I get home Tuesday, 
uh, go home, see family, friends, supporters. And, uh, I get to see my girlfriend. That's good. <laughs> uh, and then I'm actually off to Aruba in like two and a half weeks for spring break, which is going to be fun because it's uh, it's boys trip and there's uh, t- um, four of us boys and uh, a few girls, so it's going to be. Yeah, I'm excited to relax, but I also have to get back home and uh, keep working. Finally, we spoke to you on the show before you left. You were excited. You didn't know what the future held, as it were, in terms of uh, the New Zealand experience. Um, just, just sum up what it's done for you. It's improved me as a driver and as a person. Uh, it's taught me to be way more mature than, than I was when I came into the, the championship and to always uh, keep pushing. This championship, uh, the drivers in it, are, they're the best at this age. And I think if Toyota keeps uh, doing what they're doing with that, the, the, the best drivers are, uh, keep coming back. Um, so, I, I mean, the series has just challenged me in so many ways, but it's also made me a, a much better driver. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to the ambassadors when we get home um, and we'll see what uh, they have to say about next season and possibly coming back to the championship. Awesome. Well, listen, we pride ourselves on Speed City of keeping up to date with the young Americans coming through. Uh, and you're one of them now, and it's great. Uh, so keep in touch with Speed City, and thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Awesome, but we've got Jonathan down there with his young Americans go through the Toyota Racing Series, and uh, good luck to Spike Kohlbecker. All right, we're going to go straight to break, but don't forget, we have Jan Magnussen live here in a few minutes. We're giving away tickets tonight to the World Endurance Championship here at Coda, and next up after the break, our interview with Gustavo Menezes, American Racing and LMP1. You're listening to Speed City live from Austin, Texas. Back after these messages. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives, only water, malt, hops, and yeast, and absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company. Born, bred, and brewed in Texas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Austin's Talk, 1370. Hi, Brendan Hartley. This is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. This is John Massengill sitting in studio with Les Kaiser here in Austin, and oh, yeah. we are going to jump right into our next interview because we have a gentleman, an American, racing an LMP1 in the World Endurance Championship, which is awesome to itself. And But he is coming here to Austin. He loves it here. He's won. He's done a great job. but yeah. won here at least once, if not twice. And I caught up with him yesterday. So let's play that interview with Gustavo Menezes. 
All right, Speed City fans, we have one of the brightest stars in American motor racing with us on the show. We have Gustavo Menezes. Gustavo, welcome back to Speed City. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited to get back to Austin and uh, even more excited to be discussing it with you guys today. It's going to be a fun weekend. All right. Well, you know, we've, we, we don't get to talk to a lot of Americans in a lot of this racing. You're from Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I live in Venice Beach. I've been uh, born and raised in L.A., kind of spent, spent about eight years out and back in uh, in Europe, but I'm a L.A. boy. You know, Gustavo, I think my favorite phone call with you was right after you won the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Was that 2016, I think? And you, I don't know what time it was when you called because it was late Sunday night here, and you were just bouncing off the walls, and that was so exciting. And, and I guess that's got to be the, the greatest, if not one of the greatest moments of your career, right? Yeah, I definitely say it's in the highlights of some of the best memories um, in my life. And uh, I'd say it's also a massive motivation to be here today, um, working hard to to get an opportunity to kind of stand on the overall podium at the top and uh, and bring it home again. You know, I mean, um, Le Mans is one of the most uh, special events in motorsport and in the world, uh, in the sporting world. And, and to have the chance to win that as an American. It's, um, you know, it's a memory that'll last a lifetime. Well, and I know you've won, you know, that you won the Le Mans race with, uh, in an LMP2 car and you won the, I think what the whole championship that year in the LMP2 car, but now you're in the LMP1 class. Talk about the difference between that and how that, how that going to that next level has been for you. Yeah, obviously growing up with a single seater background in Formula 3, um, Europe the years before I stepped into the LMP2 championship or the WEC championship in LMP2. Um, it's uh, it's something very special. You know, I've, I've been watching Le Mans for a long time and to have the opportunity to fight for the honors at Le Mans at these races in the world championship, it's something massive. Um, and now, obviously, not to track too far away, but with the hypercar regulations coming and this convergence, it's yeah. like it's the place to be. It's, um, it's going to be a very exciting next few years in motorsport. Um, and in the sports car world. Um, and to add on that, you know, having won my first world championship on my rookie year, winning Le Mans, and to add to that, coming home to Austin, which for me, <laughs> I was so upset that it wasn't on the calendar. I raced there in 2016 and 17. We won both years. We qualified pole both years. It's like, it's one of the most special tracks for me. Um, to come back, I think we um, we have a great opportunity this year because it's the success handicap, it's kind of, it's our return to fight with Toyota. And uh, there's nothing more special than having it be for what I consider the home race, you know, being an hour and a half flight away from my house. I know you just touched on a bunch of things that I want to talk about, the convergence and the suit, the hypercar, but let's touch on, let's start with the, 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 um, the, the performance that the Toyotas have, have been, uh, have been hampered with and how that affects you guys. You guys, you said you're, you're really hyper competitive with them now, right? Yeah, it's um, it's been the most exciting thing that's happened in the championship since Porsche and Audi kind of stepped back, you know, um, not having a real competition for the overall win in, uh, in the WEC races has been really disappointing to the fans. And this year with this success handicap, it's given an opportunity for us to fight with them, for Toyota to actually have a team to fight with. It's had an opportunity for the fans to have exciting racing to watch. And uh, it's really brought a little bit of fire back in the championship. And uh, having won that race in Shanghai was something magical for us. And then backing it up with a pole in Bahrain really showed us, okay, we're here to fight. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we had an incident in turn one, which caused later damage um, and didn't really give us the opportunity to fight with Toyota for the win. But that being said, um, this success handicap is what's made the championship exciting again. It's made it fun for racing. You know, now the success handicap will sway a little bit more in our favor for Austin. You know, I think we have a really big possibility different teams winning and hopefully i'll fight for the world championship until the last lap of them all that's kind of you know that's the dream for everyone yeah that's uh, including the us the fans that's the dream but well let's talk about the convergence you know that was announced not that long ago that's really exciting yeah i mean honestly it had me jumping um jumping up and down when i saw the news it was something uh, i remember going out for morning coffee and i knew there was going to be a big announcement but i never knew it was going to be to that tier because I was actually in Austin um, speaking with a few of the radio channels a few days before Daytona, and Gerard said he was out to Daytona to make an announcement. So I was like, okay, well, this must be interesting. So seeing that, um, it's uh, humbly 
for the championship. It's exactly what it needed to keep it alive. The WEC is obviously one of the most important championships in the world of motorsport. I mean, when you go to the FIA gala and you're honored there with, you know, the rally world champions and the Formula One world champions as one of the top tier racing in the world, it was really struggling with the lack of manufacturers in the top category. And um, I feel like the championship was beginning to become you know, a, a train without a, without a lead, without a head. If you don't have, if you don't have manufacturers fighting for wins, you don't really know in what direction the championship may go, you know? And, um, obviously with Aston Martin and, uh, and Peugeot announcing was already a big health change for the championship. But now to add on that, to have this convergence, you know, I mean, when you look at the history of motorsport and you look at sports car racing at one point, it was probably one of the biggest forms of motorsport in the world, especially in the 60s and 70s when Formula One drivers came to race in Daytona and Le Mans and Sebring. Like, that's what people know. I mean, you watch Ford vs. Ferrari. That's the era that people knew Le Mans um, worldwide. And I feel like taking a step back and going, okay, now that's exactly what we're going to do. People are going to, you know, brush the curtains off at Daytona and go to Sebring and test at Spa and go to Le Mans. I mean, that's what, like, the epic history of of sports car racing is to me and now you know not only watching movies and going gosh i wish that that could all be on my calendar without doing two championships genuinely with my team if that could be on my calendar that would be a dream and to see that come true and know that that's going to be part of kind of my generation of motorsport it's uh it's an honor you know i think it's going to be something genuinely special and it's going to take WEC right back up to one of you know WEC and IMSA, but sports car mm -hmm. racing is going to become a lot more relevant as one of the top forms of motorsport because the teams and the manufacturers have a lot more relevance to be there, especially for the bank to buck. Now to have the opportunity to have a, a triple a triple crown in sports car racing, I'm not saying it's going to be something easy or uh, even potentially achievable in the next decade because very few people ever did that, but to say there's a chance to win Sebring, Daytona, and Le Mans a year, I mean, who ever imagined that happening? And and to say you could do that with your team, you know, I mean, that was, you know, the Super Sebring has brought a lot of fans to Sebring, but as drivers, it's very difficult and hard to go race the WEC race and not be able to take part of the 12 hour. And as well, the 12 hours Sebring watching us go four seconds a lot faster than them. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's a yin yang thing. It's cool, but it's not exactly what we wanted. And now we're seeing exactly what we dreamt of, not even what we wanted, but it was, it's something kind of unimaginable. Can you imagine Roger Penske sitting at his desk going, we're going to Le Mans, boys? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's a dream come true for everyone. I mean, from the fans to the drivers, the teams, it's an overall bonus that um, it's going to put sports car racing on another level. Well, let's talk about how the hypercar plays into all this, too, because that's exciting as well. Yeah, um, obviously, everything has been a very slow um, development on the kind of on the news of the hypercar generation coming out, you know, I mean, even on the driver's side that we usually know things a little bit ahead of the news. Um, we, we haven't heard too much, but um, I think it's going to be exciting because at the end of the day, when you look at any sport that has, you know, massive influx of anything from brands to fans um, and income, money, everything else, it usually comes down to a very simple point relativity to what the humans are doing relatively relativity to what the average person can do so the fact of a person driving a bmw or a toyota supra or whatever it may be and looking at the tv and saying that car that looks like the car i'm buying yeah. is racing against that porsche and realizing i drive this thing at 65 miles an hour and one time i hit 110 and these guys are doing 230 miles an hour at night um in the rain it's it's a lot more, you know, kind of intriguing for the fan. And that's, I think, I think it's necessary because at the moment, as incredible as these LMP1 cars have been to drive, um, and I'm really proud that I was able to kind of be one of those people that lapped, you know, a three minute 16 or whatever it may be at Le Mans because I don't think it'll be happening for a long time. Um, I think it's, it's important to have that relativity to the fans, you know, to bring it closer. And the manufacturers are also going to bring the fans. So I'm excited to see what they can come up with, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty incredible to drive and, and having the differences from hybrids to V12s. It's uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Having all those different drivetrains too. That's going to be cool. 
Let's turn back our, our attention to Austin because, like you said, as an American, having Austin as your home race in the World Endurance Championship and having the success that you had, I mean, it's got to be just incredible for you, like you said. But but talk about the track itself. You know, what do you think of when you think of the circuit at Circuit of the Americas? I think, um, honestly, when people ask me, what's your favorite circuit in the world? Austin comes up to be one of the few of my favorite. Um, sector one is, you know, it's indescribable. The, the, the G's that we pull, the, you know, the, the feeling that you have in the car, it's magical. Um, and it's very technical in some sectors. You know, you're going from high speed to low speed to mid speed, certain corners that really work the tires. And, and I think we need to find a good car balance throughout the race. So Austin is challenging. It's, it's fun. It's, it's special to drive. It's not easy, which, you know, we're not looking for easy tracks. We're looking for. All right. Well, we're going to play, we're going to put the rest of that interview with Gustavo Menezes up on our SoundCloud account. In fact, it's there now. So if you want to hear, I think we had about a 16, 17 minute interview with Gustavo. So if you want to hear the rest of that, go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com and then find the SoundCloud link, or you can just go to SoundCloud and search it up there. But, uh, all right, we're going to go to break because up next, after the break, we're going to go live with Jan Magnuson, talk about some Corvette racing. Listen to Speed City. We're live in Austin, back after these messages. There you go. When you're looking for traditional Tex-Mex, look no further than an Austin favorite, one in a million. Serving original family recipes since 1980 and located just minutes from downtown at 2300 East Cesar Chavez, one in a million has your Tex-Mex fix every day of the week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Breakfast is served all day. Homemade migas, enchiladas, and menudo. And try the Don Juan taco. Some say it's big enough to feed a family of four. One in a million. Online at oneinamillion.com. At Circle Brewing, the belief is less is more when it comes to brewing a better beer. You won't find any chemicals or additives. Only water, malt, hops, and yeast. And absolutely nothing else. Just simple ingredients and outstanding taste. It's German purity with Texas ingenuity. Find the brews on tap all over town in your favorite store or drop by the tap room at 2340 West Breaker Lane. Open Thursday and Friday nights and weekends. Log on to circlebrewing.com. Circle Brewing Company, born, bred, and brewed in Texas. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Austin's Talk 1370. Hello to everyone, this is Gunter Steiner, this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Thank you, Mr. Gunther Steiner, for bringing us back to break. And the Rolling Stones, you're going to get to go see them at Coda on May 24th. That's right. Tickets went on sale on Friday. Awesome. Big turnout, uh, getting orders already. So, All right, plans. well, we're going to jump right into our next guest. And we are so excited to have this gentleman on the, co- on the line and it coming to Austin. Welcome to the show, Jan Magnuson. Jan, welcome to Speed City. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you for coming on. We are so excited to have you with uh, with the really amazing career you've had. We should just call him Mr. Corvette. Yeah, particularly at Corvette Racing. And I, I, I got to start with, what was it like to, you know, I know that you were not with Corvette Racing, and then not long after that, you you 
got the call to race the new C8R. How was that call? Well, it was uh, obviously pretty exciting. Um, I was involved in the development of the car <clears throat> throughout the, the last year or so, uh, both on track and in the simulator. So I'm super happy that I get a chance to uh, to race this car for a couple of races now. You know, it only seems fitting, really, to me, with with the incredible career you've had with Corvette Racing and uh, the, the fact that you were developing that car. It just seems fitting that 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 you are getting to to drive this car and uh so let's yeah. talk let's talk yeah. about the car itself i mean so what do you think how are you feeling about the differences i know you you know you haven't been on the you know in a full race mode yet but you i know you've been uh, developing the car well, how does it compare to the c7r well, it's a, it's a com- completely different car um uh, uh, a new design you know with the mid-engine and and everything and to me it's it's uh everything is just uh a lot better <laughs> it's easier to drive has i think better downforce better balance um to me it was a, a whole other category of car drive so i'm really looking forward to this weekend well so with the mid-engine it you t- you mentioned just then better balance do you do you attribute yeah. that to the mid-engine and what what else can you attribute to the mid-engine configuration the mid-engine gives uh, obviously quite different weight distribution. Uh, puts a lot more weight towards the rear than what the front engine has. Uh, and from from the testing that we've done, uh, it seems to it's just a big step in the right direction. Really, uh, a few of our other competitors have had this for a long time. For our obviously Ford, um, it's uh, it just it just works really well. It's much more of a of a of a, of a real race car <clears throat> in terms of the design and the layout makes it a lot easier to drive. Well, so what are your expectations for, you know, this brand new platform? What are your expectations here in Austin, particularly where we are and uh, racing in the world endurance championship next weekend? Yeah. So obviously <clears throat> as with every race, you go in there with, uh, with high expectations, uh, but, to be honest, we don't really know where we're going to be compared to the to the competition. But uh, from the testing and the web development that we've done, um, I'm quite confident that uh, that will be will be fast. Whether we'll be fast enough, I don't know. The track itself um, at Coda, I think with the with the layout of that track, with the high speed sections and being a track where you need the car to change directions really fast without getting out of balance. Um, it should suit that. I hope it does. <laughs> and uh, We've done a lot of work in the simulator, and the simulator seems to suggest that it will be quite good. You know, the, the, the heavy weight on your shoulders being a driver for, you know, with a lot of Americans' hopes with that, with the Corvette, I mean, it's just your your career has been so fantastic. What four time winner of twenty four hours of Le Mans with Corvette, and four time IMSA drivers champion, thirty five wins. I mean, it's really uh, it's really an amazing career. And I I would love Thanks. to see. Are you gonna Are you gonna be able to race this also the C eight R at Le Mans this year? Uh, no, not at Le Mans this year. Uh, the deal I have with uh, with Corvette Racing is for the the next two races of the WEC, uh, the World Endurance Championship. So it'll be here in Coda, and then uh, in March it'll be at Sebring, the 1,000 miles of, of Sebring on Friday before the 12 hours of Sebring. You so just need, you unfortunately, just... it won't be Le Mans, but I'd love to go to Le Mans with this car. I think it's going to be fantastic. You just need to win these two races, Jan, and yeah. then maybe... Uh... There's no way they'd let you walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> maybe get somebody to change their mind, but... No, that's not how it works. Uh, yeah. I'm to try and do the best best job that I can. And, uh, if we can win, fantastic. But uh, it's also that the car is very new and very early in the development cycle. So uh, we'll take whatever we get. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm sure it's already a, a big step in the right direction. But whether it's good enough to win or not, we'll see on, uh, on Sunday. Well, I, didn't I read that you're going to get a chance to race – for the first time ever, what, LMP2 car at Le Mans? Is that correct? Uh, 
Well, uh, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it depends on whether the car gets an entry or not. Uh, but there's a, a Danish team, a top Danish team, that uh, has approached me and asked me if, if they could get the entry, whether I'd be interested in doing a, an all all Danish car. And oh, yeah. of course I'm interested in that. So fingers crossed that, that, uh, that the car gets an entry. And I've, I've never uh, done any racing in LMP2, so I did a test earlier. Well, at the end of last year in Bahrain, the rookie test, actually. <laughs> but Forty-six-year-old um, rookie. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's that, there's uh, one other Danish yeah, driver that I I just really want to see you get paired up with, but I think he's going to be in Canada about that time. <laughs> <laughs> Your son. I want to see the two of you all together at some point. It would be absolutely fantastic if that could happen. We're working on it, but the, the calendars are difficult to to to. to, to yeah. Well, he has 22 races, and, and so hope, hopefully within the next year or so, uh, the, uh, his calendar will allow him to do Lamar or, or Daytona. But Daytona would be cool to do with him as well. But obviously, Lamar is the, is the big one, and, and maybe we can make that happen one, one of these years. Yeah, he's got some priorities right now. He's got he, a pretty, he pretty busy schedule. Speaking, you know, speaking <laughs> of Kevin Magnuson, I got to spend, I could spend some really cool time with him because – when he came here to Austin for the U.S. Grand Prix, the couple of days before, we all went to NASA, and there was a pretty small group of us, and Kevin was part of that, yeah. and uh, and he was blown away by that. We got to tour NASA with our tour guides were astronauts, like, and Kevin got to ride yeah. in one of the astronauts' suburban around the <laughs> campus, just hanging out with an astronaut. I know he was just blown away by that. Did he talk about that? It is uh, a lot. You sent me photos uh, all day <laughs> throughout the, the time you spent there. I'm a big uh, NASA fan as well, and uh, he, he he told me that next time uh, next time we need to go there together and, uh, and experience that. He said it was absolutely fantastic. You got right. to drive the rover as well. Yeah, uh, I have uh, video of him driving yeah. that that rover. I need to I need to send it to you guys. Hey, well, next yeah. time you uh, come this uh, direction, he loved it. Yeah, next time you come this direction, let us know. We know people over there. We'll, we'll make <laughs> well, that we're, happen. We're actually, uh, my partner, Jonathan Green, was the one that got that whole thing set up because he's got a friend that works in NASA, and he, he got that all done. So, yeah, we'll we'll get you set up. But but let's get back to the World Endurance uh, Championship coming back to Austin. And so what time, uh, what what day will you get in? Will you get to get in to, to ahead of time to, to enjoy the Austin uh, the Austin city a little bit or, or not? I'm here now. Oh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> I arrived last night, uh, and just, uh, so I did a few days in the simulator on Thursday, Friday, in uh, in uh, near Charlotte in North Carolina, and then I, I flew here. So I'm waiting for the team to come in on Wednesday. Well, we should have got uh, you to come in studio. <laughs> they came out for barbecue. Uh, we could have done it all. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, well, well uh, so I mean, I know that you guys. This is such a new program, you know, with the new C8R with Corvette, but. Uh, it, it is so exciting with the road car now, and, and I, you know, I didn't. I think the the announcement, the official announcement that the C8R was going to be racing this quickly, kind of caught me off guard because you know it's just now hitting the streets, and so that was so exciting. Yeah. Have, have you had a chance to get behind a road car yet? A C8R, a C8? No, <clears throat> no, unfortunately not. Um, the uh, throughout last year there was uh, display cars at the at the races. Uh, so I've never actually uh, driven one. I'd love to one of these days, but uh, I think there's uh, you know there's a long list of people that are waiting to get their cars. So, well, I, I would think that you could. I would think that you could get on the list. I, you know, you got you got the credentials <laughs> to have one. We ought to we ought to make some phone yeah. calls. Less while he's here in Austin and get him a C eight, man. <laughs> let me uh, yeah, let me see if I can stir up one right quick. Uh... Uh, well, Jan, I, I know you've won here in Austin with Corvette, what, in 13 and 17? Is yeah. that right? That's correct. Yeah. And what nothing would be more awesome was to, for you to guys to, to win here in 2020 with this new C8. I I mean, I think that would be that would be a dream come true. I know yeah. for you, for, but for a lot of people that want to see the new Corvette do well. Yeah, absolutely. But like I said, you know, we have high hopes. It's a, it's a fantastic car uh, built by some of the most fantastic people in the business. So, um, But we won't know where it is until we uh, 
races against some of the big boys. Well, Jan Magnuson, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, and this weekend, we want to wish you the best of luck. And we'll cut, we'll be out there on thank the you. microphones. Uh, we'll be on the microphones out there. So we'll be uh, we'll be cheering you on. Thank you very much. All righty. All right. Thanks. Enjoy Austin. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Papa. You know, he is, uh, you know, I, I, this is my first time to, you know, have any kind of exchange with him, but uh, he just sounds like I imagine, just nice, easy going, calm. We're just going to go do this. Yeah. It's going to be great. We're, ju- we're just going to go do this. He actually reminds me quite a bit his style uh, of Kevin. Yeah. You know, the, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. You know, very, very calm style and, uh, which translates pretty good to a race car. You got to remain calm. Absolutely. Calm and smooth. Well, as you know, we're going to be out there on the microphones. I've been saying it, but we have some tickets to give away. So make sure you go to our website, speedcitybroadcast.com slash win, W-I-N, because we've got uh, two sets of four tickets to give away for this weekend, for this coming weekend at COTA. And one of those sets has gridwalk access. So these are some pretty cool tickets. So go that to is our... one of the coolest things about this series. Even if you don't get the grid access, this it's accessible. you got to come out there. If you don't win these, go on to thecircuitofamericas.com, and you can purchase your weekend tickets there as well. Yeah, I think, I'm looking right now, but I think that WEC tickets for this weekend start at 39 bucks. That may be a, a single-day ticket. I think it is. But uh, but 39 bucks. Yeah, and the race starts at noon, so it's a six-hour race, and it's from noon to 6. So there'll be, what is sunset right now, after 6.30? So they'll be racing into uh, into the evening, not not like they have in the past where they raced into the night. Right. Right, which was actually that was probably my favorite racing ever. At it Coda, is. Was, it is. Was seeing those. I'm wanting a legit 24 hour race, 24 sequential hours. Yeah, at yeah. Coda. I, legit. I mean, I know the the other. Which one is it? Yeah, the uh, the, the 24 H that came yeah. in. I love that race, did, but I, but yeah. I do want a two sec- contiguous yeah, a 24 hours. Right, yes. Right. But yeah, I'm looking at single day tickets. So yeah, 39 bucks is where they start for the Lone Star Le Mans at Circuit of the Americas. But, all right, well, let's go in and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have an, an interview with another driver who's going to be racing at Coda this weekend, Ben Barker. You're listening to Speed City, live from Austin, back after these messages. Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers, and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities, and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, V-Box, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky, the source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing, windingroadracing.com. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride. Or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talk 1370, the right choice. This is Alexis DeJoria, driver of the Tequila Patron Toyota Camry Nitro Funny Car. This is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. 
Welcome back. Alexis DeJore is coming back to drag racing, yeah, I guess. She's going to light up that candle. I actually was uh, texting with somebody this morning, so I'm going to see if we can get Alexis to join us after uh, after FI WEC and talk about it some. Hey, before we go back to talking about World Endurance Championship, we didn't even talk about it. We had IndyCar in Austin this week. Yeah, we did. Our heads are exploding here in Austin with all the amazing activity out on the Circuit of the Americas. So this week... We had testing at, out at Circuit of the Americas. We had all the drivers here. We got to hang out with the drivers for a bunch in downtown Austin and then in, out, at, out at Coda. And the first day was a complete washout. I mean, it was just pouring. It was miserable. It was like 42 degrees and raining. Yeah, they were saying Austin. that it was the 50-50 rule that kept them from running. The 50-50 rule is 50-degree uh, track temperature or air temperature. And uh, if they both go below 50 then uh, they don't want to run in this compound of tires. Well, yeah, they showed them sliding all over the track. It wasn't worth it. But the next day, so that was Tuesday, but Wednesday they got uh, they got some really good running. I think they had like six, seven hours of running. And we caught up with uh, one of one of the big stories, one of the cool stories anyway, uh, Scott McLaughlin, yeah. McLaughlin as they call him down in uh, New Zealand. And uh, we caught up with him and talking about his, you know, because he's a champion. He's a, uh, a, super, a Aussie yeah. supercar champion. Yeah. The kid's young, too, man. He's got an amazing career ahead of him. But we caught up with him. And so let's uh, let's play that interview here. All right. Well, Scott McLaughlin, welcome to, welcome to Austin. Yeah, thanks. It's uh I've been here once before. I loved it. No, I love it even more, but just I wish the weather was a bit better the last couple of days. Yeah, you guys have been in a monsoon out here. Yeah, it's been uh, wet and cold. Unfortunately, it was so cold that we couldn't run. I think we could have ran in the, run in the wet. It wasn't that wet. Just um, the cold firestone uh, just, just knocked it down. I understand for safety and stuff, but um, you know, for me, you know, I've just woken up. It's Christmas Day a couple of days ago, and I haven't been open my presents. That's been my line the last couple of days, and it certainly feels like that way. Well, being a champion in supercars... I mean, this is, you know, you've got an amazing career at such a young age, but what about this? This is like a dream come true. Yeah, it's just, it's a dream come true just to be in, in, in America, you know. I'm, I'm very lucky to have a great job in, in Australia and compete in front of my home fans over there and in New Zealand as well. And, um, you know, it, it's it's to be here and standing here talking to you after my first IndyCar, second IndyCar test is really special. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to grab the opportunity with both hands. Well, so... How much running did you get today in the dry? Uh, we got six hours, so um, from 12 to sort of six, six. So the dry, it sort of, uh, you know, it dried up about one o'clock, but it was still quite, there's still a couple of damp patches out there. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm pretty proud to look at the leaderboard and be third. But, um, you know, there's, obviously everyone's got a little bit more in their tank. Well, so tell us your impressions of the car itself, you know, G-forces and, and the power and all that. Oh, it's, you know, it's just everything, you know, and more. Like, the V8 is very powerful, brakes well, got good aero, but this is just another level. This is, uh, you know, light, fast, uh, brakes well. You know, I've never, you know, sunk so far in the seat when I've gone to brake. You know, it's uh, it's an incredible beast. Um, very lucky to have driven it and at a, at a cool track like this, which really has everything. So, um, yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah, so particularly, what about the downforce? Yeah, the downforce is just immense. And that's that still taking time for me to get used to. I, I, uh, I found a really good um, spot towards the end with the setup and stuff, but I still don't think I've used it 100% of what I... I'm just, you know, I'm a little nervous to push the envelope and not sure how it will snap because it, when it goes, it snaps so fast. So, um, oh, look, I, I was pretty safe out there today, but I'm proud to be where we are. Yeah, your times look pretty good, actually. Yeah, the times were good. Um, you know, every time we sort of put on the same number as everyone else, we, we were right up there, which is, you know, you always have that confidence in yourself to do it, but it, it's a big ass coming here, and, you know, I'm I'm going to study hard at this, but I've got another race to attend when I get home. I've got to get, get back into sort of V8 mode and work on it and see how we go. Well, speaking of those times, I bet some of these indie drivers, full-time indie drivers, are looking at it going, wait a minute, this guy's just his second test, and he's already this fast. Oh, look, I'm... I'm privileged. I'm not taking it for granted. I'm in a great team as well. You know, one thing that's made a difference compared to Sebring tests is having data and being able to look at like Will's times and Joseph and everyone like that. So I've got the three best guys in IndyCar uh, as teammates and um, yeah, I'm very, very lucky for that. So what about, this to me, this just begs the question to maybe get IndyCar back to the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look, I'm sure that you've got the right owner now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Roger loves uh, Australia, and um, oh, who knows? But look, it's uh, it's certainly um, you know for for I'm sure for Scotty Dixon, for Will uh, to be back here and be back in Australia would be would, would be awesome. 
So you're going to race the Indy GP. Is this the last you're going to get in a car? Or are you going to get some more tests? Uh, at this stage, it is. Yeah, so I'll just see you at the Indy GP. But um, yeah, look, it's uh, it's we knew it was going to be a tough ask, and we're pretty realistic about our goals. But um, yeah, look, today was a lot more productive than I could have ever imagined. So you're in America. You're, uh, you know, you're you got your experience in uh, the supercars. What about maybe a little NASCAR test while you're here? Oh yeah, that's Roger. That one. <laughs> I just go where they tell me to, and uh, it's um, you know, it's a an opportunity that I try to grab, you know, with both hands, regardless of what car it is. Um, at, at this point, uh, IndyCar seems like a right fit for me, uh, lifestyle-wise, and um, you know, uh, less races. I can also focus on maybe potentially going back to America, uh, go to Australia and racing this race. Would you like to do it? I never thought they would even consider me just because of my tin top experience and little IndyCar experience. But um, TC Rogers sort of reached out to me and said, "If you want to try," and I'm like, "Yeah, look, I'm not going to say no to you know the two of the biggest guys in American motorsports." So. Uh, it was it was a pretty easy uh, yes from me, um, and uh, you know here we are. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah, <laughs> you never say no to Roger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any other um, any other impressions from? throughout the grid has everybody been welcoming yeah absolutely um yeah you know, i went to the media day the other day and everyone was really nice um so you know all the all the guys that i've always looked up to like scotty dixon and, and uh ryan hunter a graham rahal and then obviously these boys um you know it's everyone's really welcoming so um but at the end of the day you know they're my competitors so if they weren't welcoming i'd don't really it doesn't really bother me <laughs> well so what about meeting a kiwi like scott dixon i mean this got to be you know a hero kind of moment at the same time a competitor yeah scott's an incredible uh competitor incredible uh man like what he's done uh he's putting new zealand on the map in regards to racing wise especially in america and um you know it, it's i've always idolized a guy in some way you know what he's done he come over and he's you know turned nothing into something and you know indy 500s and five championships it's incredible so when i see him and and, and shake his hand and stuff it's kind of a little bit of a starstruck moment but um i've known him long enough that uh you know, we can um, yeah, have a you know a, a nice conversation without being too uh, fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I bet that would be a little bit hard with a guy like Scott Dixon. Well, and and you got to pinch yourself too. I know you're with the the Penske team in uh, in the v, in the supercars, but being with the Penske team that you know Roger now as where his position now in IndyCar, it's really got to be amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, look, it's uh, a dream come true for a, a little kid from Christchurch. Uh, that's, uh, you know, went to Australia to chase a dream and eventually uh, trying to chase another one right now. Scotty McLaughlin, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, man. Considering, a humble guy, considering he's a champion. He's young, but considering he's a champion supercar driver yep. and super humble. Well, it's a return. He came here with Aussie V8 supercars the first yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When <clears throat> when I was interviewing, I was thinking he was he had just started, and I didn't know, if, but it was the first year he had started in supercars, and he came here to Austin. But, uh, all right, we got one more interview we want to play because we have another gentleman who's coming here to Austin for the World Endurance Championship in uh, just a few days. And this is uh, it's a really, he's a really versatile driver too, uh, Ben Barker. So let's jump right into that interview with Ben Barker. All right, Speed City fans, we're really excited. We have a race driver coming over for the World Endurance Championship race here at Circuit of the Americas. We have Ben Barker. Ben, welcome to Speed City. Hi, thank you. Pleasure to be here. And man, we're getting excited to have Coda lit up with all the world endurance championship cars and and you guys have had a, a a pretty good run at it lately especially yourself you've had a couple of wins here recently yeah yeah it's been uh good for me personally actually um i had a win at dubai 24 hours which was actually quite short due to rain uh so about seven and a half hours but uh, a win's a win so we take that uh then i've i had a win at bathurst as well in australia and the program with grove racing so that was pretty awesome as well. And before that, we had um, the last round of the WEC series, which was um, in uh, in um, Bahrain, and we um, finished third, which was which was great for us. You know, we've been kind of lingering near the podium uh, the last couple of rounds, and finally we got one. So hopefully, we can continue that for um, for Austin. Yeah, and so you, you've been here to Austin before, and what do you when you think of coming to Circuit of the Americas? What do you think of First of all, what do you think of when you think of the track? Um, track is um, I, I'm a big fan of the track actually. It has lots of uh, lots of different characteristics to it. 
Um, it's got some high speed stuff. It's got some slow speed. It's got a big straight. So um, as far as setup with a car, it's quite uh, kind of interesting. And uh, you know, you've got to be, you've got to think think about all these different elements of the track to, to make the car fast. So um, for me, it's uh, it's an interesting one to drive. Uh, lots of curves that you use, which is nice. And um, uh, and obviously the steep steep hill into turn one is quite exciting under under braking. So. Uh, overall, it's actually I'm I'm very fond of the track. I've done a lot of miles around there before, um, in Porsche Super Cup that supports the Formula One. So um, it's always a pleasure to come back. Well, we've got some new surfacing going on that's just finished up, so you guys will get to see that. Uh, but yeah, you race for the Gulf Racing Team. Talk about your team and uh, and and you guys have a new livery now too, don't you? Yeah, so we've um, historically we had the Gulf Racing livery, the the um, infamous uh, blue and orange, and um, but unfortunately that's that's kind of been stripped now. Um, so just due, due to a deal with the team, so um, now we've got the kind of Night Rider look going on, which is the, the black, the matte black and the uh, um, and the orange stripes. So um, yeah, the team we've you know we've we've been very close to some very good results um, this year for for this current season of WEC. Uh, so, like I said, we got we got a podium in Bahrain, and you know the team have been working really hard o- over the years to to put out fast car. And we've had a fast car, uh, we've just had certain things not go our way. So, finally, hopefully, we can keep this kind of podium momentum uh, moving forward into Austin and uh, and beyond. Uh, obviously, to Le Mans, which is the last last race of the season. Well, the 911 RSR that you race, it's, well, going back to the livery, yeah, it was a classic, iconic Gulf livery. But you know what? I was looking at this when I first saw that black with the gold stripe. I was like, well, what happened to the old one? But it's kind of growing on me. I, I like it. So hopefully other people will like it too. Uh, but, but going back to the 911 RSR, you know, one of the most iconic racing machines there is. I mean, you got to love driving that. Yeah, I mean, um, first of all, you know the sound. I think is the is the thing that really uh, pinpoints that that car and stands it out from anything else. So, um, and that I can believe you, it's, it's as loud in the car as it is outside the car. Um, but it's a pleasure to listen to and to drive. You know, it's it's amazing. It's a mid-engine uh, car now, which is um, very balanced and lots of aerodynamic grip as well, which is which is a pleasure to drive. So. Um, it's yeah for me it's it's the best car that i've driven in my career so far and the most enjoyable uh providing obviously the, the setup's good and the, the tires are good um as always but it's it's pretty awesome yeah all right well we have the rest of that interview up on our soundcloud account you can go to our website speedcitypodcast.com or search it up under uh search up speed city on soundcloud but but less uh we are almost out of time and i know you wanted to talk about ride drive give hey ride drive give exactly if uh, if you've never heard of it let me tell you about who it benefits it benefits children who are either victims of crime or who have witnessed crime and things that they go through traumatic uh, experiences and uh, ride drive give is a one-day event out of the circuit of the americas it's your opportunity to uh, ride along with somebody in a fast car get in the behind the wheel in a fast car bring your own fast car spend the day having a lot of fun on that Formula One track. And uh, visit the website, ridedrivegive.org. Like I said, from uh, somebody that's just newbie and curious to somebody that is seasoned and get out there, you'll get in with professional drivers and uh, get to take a fast lap in, uh, in a variety of cars that are available. So check it out, ridedrivegive.org. Speed City has joined the team and we'll be out there as well. Yeah, that's really cool. That's that's a great, um, great organization, and we're proud to be helping them out. So, all right, well, we are out of time. We hope to see as many of you as possible next weekend out at Circuit of the Americas for the Lone Star Le Mans with the World Endurance Championship coming back to Austin. We'll be on the microphones. Give us a shout. Give us a tweet while you're in the stands. We want to hear from you guys. We're going to be on those mics for six hours. We're going to need some something else to talk about. So <laughs> give, give us some, shoot us some photos and stuff while you're out there. But thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks to all of our guests, particularly all you guys that uh, are racing this weekend. And we appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Ciao, y'all.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.